Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 15 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We are still in chapter 2, colon, Into the Heart of Darkness. This is the last page, the last of the color-coded purple pages, that introduce us to the basics of Shadowloo's structure. Over on the right-hand side of the page, you'll see an image of a woman levitating three shurikens for no reason that I can ascertain. Um, fine. Great. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I don't know what the relevance of this image is, but assuming you've got a picture of a woman levitating three shurikens, what the fuck, put it in your Street Fighter book. The main thing we see in this page, text-wise, is the final segment of this chapter entitled Power Politics. This section's meant to convey to us how cutthroat it is inside the Shadowloo Pyramid, and it starts with a little bit of fiction. Quote, Taiyuan's bed was luxurious, but her sleep was uneasy. Each creak of the hardwood floor, each rustle of the wind in the branches became another warning of impending death. Mad mercenaries from Foxworth, ninjas from Kitsumo, Blue-eyed killers from Bison himself. Betrayal was a fact of life in Shadaloo, and each night held many terrors. I don't know who Foxworth or Kitsumo are, but it hardly matters. Every garishly dressed kind of criminal works for Shadaloo. They all have a boss. All the bosses hate you if you're higher up in the Shadaloo hierarchy. Therefore, at any time, your door could be kicked down by a death squad, and who knows what they'll be wearing. You could be killed by a roving band of cowboys or cavemen or robots, whatever. The point is, strange creatures and people with exotic lifestyles are coming to kill you at any moment, and there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to play the game to keep your job. This is by design. Bison likes it this way. It gives him power. Quote, The delicate balance of power is maintained through misdirection, intimidation, in Bison's psychic gifts, and Bison's heavy-handed friends, Sagat, Balrog, and Vega. And when I say that they keep it together, I mean, they keep the money flowing up the pyramid. That's not to say that HR is not extremely busy in Shadaloo. Quote, The constant shift in Shadaloo's ranks keeps the lower crooks in line while rewarding loyalty and cleverness. It serves another purpose as well, a steady influx of new blood. With the rapid turnover within Shadaloo's pyramid, Bison avoids the stagnation that comes with too much stability. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great line to try at a meeting sometime. Uh, suggest a policy uh, that's going to result in some, some losses and say, Listen, don't you think my idea will avoid the stagnation that comes with too much stability? Quote, infiltrating the group is difficult, as Interpol knows, and localized attacks do little lasting damage to Shadaloo as a whole. Very hard to infiltrate Shadaloo, because every time you identify someone you want to go fist fight, oh sure, you could beat them up, but by the time you get to their house or the back alley behind their office or whatever, uh, they might not even be in Shadaloo anymore. They might be dead or deposed or whatever, because of constant turnover. Quote, the system, however, heals itself. Unless some huge blow cripples the whole organization, Shadaloo quickly replaces any losses it may suffer. Although Shadaloo appears fragile from the outside, its flexibility allows it to withstand assaults that would cripple another organization. So this, this section is a little bit vague about how this process works, but we kind of know how it works from earlier, right? Where Lord Montgomery learned magic from Sultana, then took her down, killed her, I guess, and then Bison immediately gave him her job. When the book talks here about keeping a knife to everyone else's back, constant turnover, influx of new blood, the way that the organization immediately replaces any lost members. Earlier when we were talking about even on the low level, how unaffiliated organizations who tangle with Shadaloo, you know, the winner will become a boss themselves. Like 
It's very clear the way this works. Every member of Shadaloo just has a target on their back. Because if you kill a member of Shadaloo, you can just kind of take their spot on the pyramid, right? This is an organization where, effectively, the person who works in the mailroom, if they can jump a senior manager in the parking lot, beat their ass with a broken beer bottle, they can just take their car and become the new manager. As you can imagine, this makes covert ops very difficult. Why, you'd need practically a, a whole team of people who specialized in fist fighting to infiltrate and subvert an organization like this. And where would you ever find a group of people like that? Obviously, it's the street fighting circuit, which M. Bison is obsessed with, and he loves to hire from them, and he's constantly looking for new members. He's going to career days all over the world, seeking rough-looking high school students who look like they enjoy a good street fight, waving them over to his little booth, handing them brochures and being like, Listen, you're young, you have a lot of options, but just consider we are always looking for evil, violent people who love betrayal, trotting out the people they can relate to, to sell them on this career. Look over there, look at Steve. Steve looks like you. He didn't fit in in high school either. We're a diverse organization. We're a place for outsiders to find a community and family like Steve did. He's like you. Kill Steve. Kill Steve and prove your worth to me. Bison's eyes blaze with blue fire. You could be the new Steve. His riches are yours for the taking. This isn't all about the high school student. This is about Steve. Prove yourself, Steve. You thought this was going to be a day to slack off at the job fair. You thought you got the plum assignment, career day. Don't have to fight any orcs and street gangs during career day. Just go stand at the booth. Not so. This is a test, Steve. Prove that you deserve to be Steve, Steve, or be replaced. And so naturally, if you're a street fighter and you hate Shadaloo, it's the easiest thing in the world. All you got to do is go out anywhere that anything related to government or crime is happening, find whoever seems like they're in charge, and kick their ass. And then sooner or later, an agent of Chateau is going to approach you and say, hey, good news, that guy lying bleeding in the alley? That's the old Steve. Congratulations, you're the new Steve. Let me show you to your office. That's how you infiltrate Chateau. So that's the big secret for today. This organizational structure, well, it, it admittedly does prevent the overwhelming threat of excessive stability in the organization, does pretty much make it that when someone just starts beating up employees at your company, they kind of automatically get a job there, which, as we keep touching upon again and again, not great for morale. This company culture is a little bit toxic, even for career murderers. And it's not a fluke that Shadaloo is portrayed this way. In fact, I submit to you that this role-playing game, the Street Fighter storytelling game, and therefore Shadaloo, uh, it exists in a dark world. Not the world of darkness, which is White Wolf's baby, and they're not about to let a bunch of sweaty Street Fighters into it, but a, a dark world, a different dark world, kind of like, uh, let's say, the Mirror Universe from Star Trek, where everybody's just a little more violent, a little more ruthless, a little more cartoonishly evil, and I have a theory about how we got here. Join me tomorrow as the fate of a world hinges on Dan Hibiki on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night 
by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power.